There'll be no work done today in Sydney. A million of us are on the move, swarming into the streets like bees in the sun. No. Weird. Australia. FBI and a track from them called Kill Off the Vowels. Marcus Whale and Travis Cook, you're listening to New Weird Australia. And uh, as if by some quirk of bizarre witch magic, 
We're joined by Collarbones right now. Marcus and Travis, how are you? Super duper. Pretty good. Super duper. And you're just pretty good. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, look, thanks very much for joining us. You're here because you're playing uh, tomorrow night at uh, a hardware gallery in Enmore as part of the sound series. Um, and uh, we'll get into that in a second. But um, let's rewind a little bit. Now, Collarbones, you, you guys have been playing together, what, for about a year or so now? or? Well, playing a part. <laughs> Indeed, because I should stress that, uh, Travis, you're actually based in Adelaide and Marcus, you're based here in the fair city of Sydney. So um, so how did this collaboration in initially kind of form? What was the what was the genesis? Well, in 2006, we were, um, you know, high school internet nerds and also massive post-rock fans. And we're on a forum together called AfterThePostRock.com and... Uh, we then started talking on the internet and after about a year and a half decided that it was about time we made music together. Um, and, and was the initial thought, um, you know, we we heart post-rock so much that we're going to make post-rock together? I think by that stage we no longer hearted post-rock <laughs> yeah, as much was, as we did. I was right. kind of over it, um, yeah, quite a while before then. <laughs> so I was still into it in 2007. <laughs> I still am into it in a way. But the forum was quite handy. The forum yeah, was really yeah. good. But why, I mean, what what was it about each other that kind of, um, I guess, piqued your interest? I mean, had were, were you aware of each other's work as kind of, you know, had, when when did you start making solo stuff, you guys? I mean, were you making solo stuff at that time? Yeah, well, I I started doing stuff in 2005, and I think right. Travis was, was... I was about 14 or so, and mm. we kind of used each other as, uh, I don't know, our muse or something. Yeah, We'd send stuff back and forth, and I'd... No one else really listened to it as much as Marcus did, because I I just pump out so much so much stuff that I don't know. I think you had about four projects going at once in two thousand six. And one of those perhaps um, that uh, became your main project, maybe not now, but is System Peeled. Um, and uh, but uh, you also go out, I believe, as uh, Super Nintendo Charmers as well, which is an awesome name. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get sued because of that. <laughs> but, yeah. um, so what sort of stuff was, was System Peel? What, what, what was that sounding like? Uh, to begin with, I was just making kind of... I was just playing my acoustic guitar and sampling sampling songs, but not in a collarbones kind of poppy way, but mm. more like archaic and just time-stretching them to make weird drones and stuff. And then I started getting into doing mashups of popular music and stuff like that but mm. uh i haven't really done that for a while now that collarbones has become my main thing and marcus i mean you're you're known for uh, i guess a pretty uh, diverse range of of experimental sounds i mean it's you know you 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 avoid being pigeonholed quite nicely i think in terms of the kind of stuff that you make but here you are guys now actually making something that does have that kind of pop sensibility what was the thinking behind that uh probably because i don't listen to experimental music uh 24 hours a day and uh i th i think i i really i really love you know experimental ambient music i love listening to to finesse or whatever or even noise um which Travis does too. Travis has got a ridiculously large <laughs> taste in music. I, I don't think, like, if if you look at, if you look at your last FM, Travis, um, <laughs> the the amount of artists that you scrubble more than ten times is very little. I think just like one. 
Zanakis. Yeah, I yeah <laughs> I, I try to be as broad as possible. Mm. Mm. Well, it's interesting. I had um, Kate Carr, um, who was on the show a few weeks ago, and we actually started talking about um, the idea of there being, um, you know, that that we are, um, whether we like it or not, um, bombarded with, you know, contemporary commercial music wherever we go. And it's inevitable that some of that is going to seep into into practice. And we were wondering, you know, um, whether experimental artists, you know, um, some welcome that and some very much reject it but it seems with with this project you guys kind of welcome some of that in well it's it's kind of like when you're in high school and well at least when i was in high school and i was i thought i was really awesome and <laughs> and alternative and listening to to really different music which is you know challenging and whatever and and would shun shun popular radio and in the past year or so i've i've um I, I just really love R and B now. It's it's it's. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I love Beyonce, and and. What is it you Rihanna. like about it, I and mean, what is it particularly that kind of, you know? I don't even know. Hard, I don't even it's know. Hard to see. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know. She's just hot. <laughs> <laughs> the beats are hot. She's hot. The everything's hot. The, the right. I don't know. Hype Williams makes ridiculously overblown video clips that that are fun to watch. Um, I, I think it's generally how how weird like, it is pretty weird like pop music is mm. weird mm. um oh it's weird that to have so many people listening to your music mm. um and, and it's weird the response people have to it like when people get really obsessed like, i think particularly the hysteria with justin Bieber is really <laughs> i don't know it, yeah. it's it's funny and it's interesting and um manipulative <laughs> Yeah, it's also, no, terri- it's, it's also terrifying at the same. Yeah, I, I, I wonder what his psyche, like, what, what, how he's dealing with with being. It's like so. Someone's just turned on the laughing gas, you know, yeah. and everybody's gone mental. Um, all right, well, look, um, before we, you know, carry on down the, that particular Bieber route, um, we uh, we're actually going to hear you guys um, do something, uh, do something live for us tonight, um, and uh, you've chosen actually to um, not do one of your own tracks, but to cover. Um, the uh, the Melbourne uh, band Suki, who you're playing with tomorrow night. Now, I say Melbourne band. I mean, there are a number of them, or is it because uh, it's is predominantly uh, Oscar Vincenti Slorach Thorn, who is um, the kind of guiding light behind Suki. Um, what is he bringing a band tomorrow, or is he? He's um, well. Previously, he had three or three or four other members uh, when when he released the last album, hmm. and before then he. Um, he had you know three or four members and kind of gradually built it up since 2006 when it was a solo project. But at the moment, it's just him and this other guy called Marty King, um, and and they've pretty they they pretty drastically changed what they do. Yeah, right. Because um, before it was you know the, the sort of two right lakes, uh, a little bit twee, interesting pop kind of thing, mm. and and now they're sort of doing. A hip hop beats with tapes and and keyboards. Okay, well, uh, well, you very kindly. I mean, Oscar is not in Sydney tonight. He's he'll be winging his way up from Melbourne tomorrow, but um, very kindly um, dropped in a couple of uh, demos of uh, the, the new album, which is uh, in progress. And we're going to hear some of them in in just a sec. But um, all right, well, look, let's um, let's hear uh, let's hear what uh, you have to uh, to offer us this evening. Um, which particular Suki track is it you're going to be playing? It's I See a Wolf, which is also the, also the first Suki track I heard. Yeah, and the first I heard as well. 
Great. So, yeah. All right. You're listening to FBI. It's New Year Australia, and uh, we've got Collarbones live in the studio uh, doing a cover of Suki.
FBI on New Air Australia and uh, a brand new unreleased track from them called Recognise uh, Suki out of Melbourne and uh, taken uh, from a forthcoming album to be released, um, well, t- 2011 apparently. Uh, playing that uh, ahead of their appearance tomorrow night at uh, Sound Series which takes place at uh, the Hardware Gallery 263 Enmore Road and uh, also on the bill are Collarbones who are with us in the studio. And uh, before that, we heard Collarbones tackling. Um, well, tackling makes it sound like you didn't succeed, but uh, you tackled and you won and wrestled the Suki cover, a track from uh, Suki's debut album called uh, "I See a Wolf." Um, now, in terms of uh, in, in terms of the the outputs uh, for Collarbones, obviously we 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 had an EP um, last year waiting for the Go 
Ghosts. We've had um, we're onto the second single. Tell us a little bit about the album and what we can expect from that. Uh, well, the album's pretty all over the place, I think. Um, though, uh, along with the obsession that I developed for R&B, um, all the beats have become pretty hip-hop, I guess. Um, uh, though, there's a couple of tracks which, which hark back to what we would have done before. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and there's there's quite a lot of vocals as well. There's lots of vocal layering and and, um, and not as much... Probably the, the sampling's probably less prominent because the vocals of sort of... Vocal looping and stuff has taken a bit more of a front seat well that cuts back to um the thawing voices oh, yeah. uh, uh album i guess that you did you did on, on sound and fury a couple of years ago Marcus, think of that. as scissor log um well it's interesting because when i first heard the uh waiting for the ghosts ep um that was my i, I guess my touch point because i really liked that uh, thawing voices uh ep i thought it was uh, it was re- really interesting um and i and i i definitely heard the connection from that into waiting for the ghost but actually now listening to what you're doing that's that's um uh i thought quite different from waiting for the ghost i mean certainly you know the track we heard kill off the bells and also beam park as well but you're saying that there's a little bit more kind of vocal layering going on when you get into the album yeah it's it's right i think i think just because it's probably because it's easier mm. um than to to really tackle the the hip-hop production thing because that's a big that's a big thing to tackle <laughs> and when, when, you, when you look at you know, people that are doing it so so well and so much better on yeah like, even in the city you know at 104 yeah. collective and, and whatnot we're not the neptunes <laughs> no I, I, I wish we were the neptunes mm. well you never know <laughs> Um, and uh, so, what's what's the uh, what, what's the timeline for the album? What are you, what are you looking at? Uh, who knows? We're, we're looking for a label at the moment, right? Um, because everything you've you've done so far um, has been released free, and you've released that through Creative Commons. Um, what's what's the kind of thinking behind that? I mean, uh, I th- basically, when you're when you're starting out playing music, and particularly when you can't play live as much as you know, as 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 little as we play live, being from different cities, the only real or the outlet for us is the internet and radio, mm. uh, and we don't we don't spend much money on recording, and there's no packaging involved in releasing something on the internet. Mm. So if there's no cost, yeah. then why why charge? Mm. And considering we we were a product of the internet, I think it's pretty apt that everything we've done has been released on the internet, basically. Mm. Though it's it's a bit, um, I think this album probably won't be an internet album. Though we'll see no. we'll see how it goes. Mm. Probably stream it or something. But yeah, we, we spent a bit more money on this one. Mm. <laughs> but there are la- there are there are labels that you're attracted to that you you want to work with. I mean, there are yeah. in, still in that kind of what I guess is now sort of referred to as traditional fashion. Yeah, um, I mean, we we do know. want to release a CD. Mm. Uh, of some description mm. or possibly uh, I, I guess the, the ideal the ideal uh, packaging format nowadays is vinyl and mp3 mm. Mm. Uh, because CDs yeah. are well, I guess it depends on the packaging mm. like jewel cases are silly yeah and look I think um, we, we even mentioned it on the show last week I think um, when we talked about that idea of actually having that the, the two formats being either vinyl and cassette um, because of their inherent kind of well, 
inherent collectability. I was going to say inherent quality because obviously cassette has a very different quality. <laughs> but you know, for some artists, particularly those in the witch house world, um, <laughs> you know, cassettes are all the fucking rage. Um, but a bit, you know, vinyl. Obviously, there's there's good quality on vinyl, but there doesn't really seem to be any kind of case to release on CD unless you're actually going to do something that's, um, as you say, in terms of packaging or or, or so on and so forth. But um, Interesting. Well, we'll see how that evolves, um, yeah. you know, and uh, um, yeah, see where it gets to. And uh, will you be doing some more live stuff around the album release as well? I mean, you're going to... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we should probably be playing shows um, a few times before the end of the year, hmm. simply because um, we just need to let people know that we exist pretty much yeah our show tomorrow is our third show ever so right. <laughs> yeah. but then you're doing a fourth show ever on Saturday you're going to uh, oh, is it Horse Bazaar that's Melbourne? right yeah Yeah. there's yeah. a there's a night there called Loose Joints that the two Bright Lakes people run because they they seem to be also into R&B <laughs> like <laughs> everyone else and, and, and they just play you know Flying Lotus and, and that sort of thing maybe they'll release your record Ask them nicely. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, so tomorrow night, um, who else is on the bill? We've got um, yourselves, uh, Suki, obviously, Kleptoclectics, um, another chap you mentioned, Dominic. Tallarico. Yeah. Yeah, he, he does, um, he raps over these iPod beats. I've noticed that the night is pretty much going to be all white boys doing doing vaguely hip-hop beats. Though, uh, though to be honest, we're kind of nowhere near the, the sort of... Um, the sort of hip hop that you might, I don't know, expect from. But it's not even hip hop, really. I mean, it's. I don't know. It, it's, know. I don't want to label it with influence. that. <laughs> yeah. Exper- it's pr- experimental R and B. Probably yeah. wish. Probably wish we were. It's. It's kind of like we. We naturally are unable to make <laughs> pop like hip hop, and and therefore this is our like, our like sorted sordidly experimental attempt at doing it. Mm. Though I reckon that this singles. This singles kind of getting there as far as being less experimental goes um, though I guess we are in Weird, New, New Weird Australia so I'll, I'll pretend that it is yeah thanks yeah. <laughs> well you have to just invent a genre name you know there's plenty of those going around these days so um, you know or, or steal another one drag yes yeah drag hop <laughs> drag hop um, okay <laughs> thanks very much have a good gig tomorrow night we're going to take now uh, the new single um, called Beeman Park and you can download that from collarbones.bandcamp.com that's right you've also got a, got a blog going as well yeah uh, collarbonesband.tumblr.com collarbonesband there'll be updates once I get back to Adelaide uh, let me assure you okay well thanks very much for coming in guys and thanks for playing live that was a beautiful track um, this is Collarbones and Beeman Park
why don't you take uh, your glasses off so we can see you? And then apologise mm, to your neighbours for frightening no, them. No, 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 no. I'll leave these on. No, I like them. No. Weird. Australia.